It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she's with me in the studio today. Hey, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So glad to have you in the studio. In the house. In the house. Terry's in the house. <laughs> Let's get to business. So how are sales in the general economy? Are they Pending sales rising or falling? What does it look like? You know, they actually rose 3.1%, Steve, but I'll tell you, it's been crazy because there's still a lack of affordability. Inventory levels are low. So it's hard for the pending sales to creep up high when you've got these restraints. Yeah. So years and years ago, we've been doing this show for a long time together, and we went through the crisis in 08 and so on when housing prices were so much lower, but no one had any money. That's right. Now housing prices, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. Have risen and now people have money, but now they're getting to be too expensive. Exactly. And it, what's crazy is, you know, back then we were talking about how many months of inventory there were. There mm-hmm. was like 42 I months know. of inventory. I remember that. We're still in a seller's market, although we're starting to see a little bit of transition of the inventory starting to climb in different parts oh, of the country. Mm-hmm. And we may see it becomes more of a neutral but for now, it's still technically a buyer's market. Anything under six months, seller's market. excuse me, anything under six months, yeah. seller's market. Yeah. The problem is that sellers are looking around and what are they looking at? They're looking at higher prices. That's They're right. looking at higher interest rates. Let's say you refinanced your mortgage three years ago. Right. Okay. And you've got three and a quarter or three and a half percent. And now you're looking at four and a quarter and you're looking at buying something that while your house has appreciated, unless you're downsizing. Right. Right. But something else of comparable or, or greater size or uh, community or something like that is going to cost more. So it's just going to cost you more. It's going to cost you more. And that's the cost is that interest rate. So, you, you know, yes. Now, let's talk about this, Steve. Four and a half, 4.9%. Is that really high interest rate? Is that what it is now? 4.9%? Actually, I'm not sure what it is yeah, today. I think it's like four and a quarter. Yeah, and, yeah. And there. Yeah. But look, you and I have been around a long time. So we remember 8% rates. I even remember 10% rates and 12% rates for a short period of time in the early 80s. I heard about them. (laughs) (laughs) I know you did. I know you did. You read them in your golden books. I read about them, right. (laughs) But seriously, you know, we would have dreamt of 4% interest rates as being so ideal, everything's so affordable. So realistically speaking, it is still incredibly uh, low rate. That's right. Yeah. However, when you, you know, it's still more expensive than it was, you know, a year ago. Right. So people are putting, you know, those two numbers Absolutely. together. Absolutely. And the, and the prices are rising. The price growth is up 5.9% so far in 2018. So mm-hmm. it's a combination of both. You've got the prices rising yeah. and the interest rates rising. Exactly. So it's kind of like a double whammy. Yeah. What about renters? What about the cost of renting? Is that still rising pretty quickly? You know, it's actually starting to slow down and you know, not be as expensive as it once was. You also have a lot of new apartment developments that have been built. And you're going to actually see the impact in a couple more years as more and more places are built. Because when you think about it, these apartment complexes, they started building them maybe three years ago, two years ago, and they're not completed yet. I know. So we're going to see more supply of apartments, which will keep the prices down. You know what just occurred to me? Watch this in the cycle. So more apartments on the market, not enough houses. They're going to convert those rental apartments to condos. condos and we've seen that cycle. Yeah, so that's a yep. part of the cycle. Yep. So we are foretelling the future, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been through this before. 
So that should ease to a large, to some degree anyway, this, this difficulty with finding housing. That's right. Because the market corrects itself over time. That's just the way it works. And we're seeing a lot of the baby boomers wanting to rent. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't decide what they want to do. Yeah. They're wanting a simpler life. So a lot of you know, baby boomers yeah. are, are turning to the rental market. A lot of them are also moving to urban areas as well. So right. that's uh, it's a natural thing to rent in those areas. All right, let's get to one of my favorite parts of our segment, which is the Terry Story Real Estate Survival Guide. I should have music. Dun, 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 dun. Cue the music right here. Thank you. <laughs> so here's a question. So this is like technical stuff, but it's really important. Sure. When a seller does uh, list a house, there's something called a seller's disclosure. Yes. What is it? Do I have to have it as a seller? And is it important? Okay. So this is Florida law. You do not have to have a seller's disclosure, but you do have an obligation as a seller to disclose anything that can't be readily seen to a buyer. For example, you know that your trusses in the roof are on the verge of collapsing. Mm. That is something you have to disclose. As real estate agents, we want you to do, you know, fill out a form so that it's actually for your protection, what you know and what you don't know. So let's pretend something is discovered and truly you didn't know and you wrote on the seller's disclosure you didn't know, then, you know, that can keep you out of legal hot yeah. water. Well, okay. So, but you're going to have an inspector really do a fine-tooth comb look at the house. So maybe trusses would be obvious, maybe, but may, like maybe something like mold. Mold. Which is behind, behind the, wall. the walls. If you knew it. Correct. That would be a good one. Right. If you covered it up. Yes. Or the, the trusses are in the back of the house. I don't know. I'm just giving you an example. If, if you know about it, disclose it. Disclose it. And what can happen if, as a seller, I knew about something and I did not disclose it, what can happen? I mean, the sale wouldn't go through. Well, no, the sale can go through. You might oh. end up in a lawsuit if they go ahead and... Oh, I see. Of course. Mold is one of the big items, and that's the issue that I've run into in the mm-hmm. past where it wasn't disclosed, the seller readily knew about it, and the buyer sued or tried to sue the seller. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, good. All right, so I have one last question in this segment. So a neighbor uh, has a tree in their yard, <laughs> and we've talked about when the branches come over and right. whose responsibility is and all that, but what if that tree falls on my house? <laughs> who's responsible? Uh, Do I have any legal recourse? So this is, this is a loaded one. The tree is the neighbor's. You, as the owner of the house that the branches are hanging on, you know it could be a danger. It's up to you to go ahead and cut those if your neighbor's not going to do it. Yeah. It would be nice if the neighbor does it, but you know that it's a danger. You need to cut them. Right. If the tree's dead and the owner knows the tree's dead and it falls over, well, now you're getting yourself in a bunch of hot water and it'll be a legal mess to try to figure that out. So I would say it's probably the responsibility of the the owner of the of the tree yeah. to take responsibility yeah. for their dead tree. Yeah. You know, it depends on how dead it is. I mean, sometimes you see these palm trees, they're clearly dead. Yeah, that's true. But other times there's these solid trees. They're, yeah. They look like they're not dead on the outside, but they're totally dead in the yeah. inside. Yeah. So I think we'd have to prove that the owner knew that the tree was dead. Okay. All right. I know some people who, are, who <laughs> don't look dead on the outside, but are dead on the inside. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Terry's story, my guest, every single week. Terry's a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.